Sounds like he's like the closest thing to a living singer that sounds like a ghost. Mm. Or is he's in the top ten? Yeah, I would put Joanna Newsom up there too. Oh yeah, definitely. And then I don't know if I'm getting this right, but formerly Antonina Johnson's Aeon. Oh yeah, sounds so much like a Dracula Elvis. Yep. That I don't know. I love it so much. I love it. Love it. Love it so much. I used to have a, a spooky music playlist, and actually a lot of it was, uh, I forget their name, but, like, Ryan Gosling's band. Oh, they have, like, a very, hang on. They, they have come good up with music, it. yeah. They're, like, and Dead Man's spooky. Bones or yes, something like it, that. that's it, that's it. Yeah. Um, a lot of, like, tiny, like, ding, 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 yeah. ding. But he's singing, like, ooh, <laughs> which I love. It's if like I could start a in band, the haunted it would be, like, it would be, like, a spooky yeah. night for me. It would just be a Monster Mash cover band, but then we'd also play other stuff, I guess. I mean. Dracula and, and his, his son. son. My favorite lyric of all time. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, everybody, to That's a Spirit. Mm. We've done it again, and you've joined us once more. Oh, If you're listening to this on Wednesday, it's my birthday. <gasps> oh, my God, that's right. Oh, it will have been. The Robin Wood is born this day, this very, very what day. A day. She's a whole twenty-seven years old today. <laughs> that's a lie. No, that's I'm a young, thriving boy, adult woman, woman, and not going to be thirty for so many years. What? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah for sure, definitely. Um, <laughs> well, thank you so much. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm gonna I was gonna apologize in advance if we are low energy today, but I oh, think we'll be okay. I think we'll be okay too, but we should say it just in case this is way dumber yeah. than usual. Robin and I both took a booze cruise last night and um for work. For work. And yes, it was business and pleasure. Not feeling great though. Not feeling great today. Mm-mm. Tell you one thing, I had to break that old keto diet I was doing. <sighs> To slam a bagel this morning. Yeah. Try to get myself back into my own my own mind. We did have many lobster rolls. There were lobster rolls. There were tiny hamburgers. Ugh, so many. There tiny, was coconut shrimps. Tiny ugh, little cups of champagne. Yeah, just like every time I would spill, a woman working on the boat would be like, "Can somebody just bring me a glass of water to clean up this spill?" And I wanted to be like, "Come on, man." Can I tell you something? This boat was it was rocking so much. That lady was mean. Yeah, that the female crew member mean. was really mean, and I don't know why. Well, that she hated one, me in particular. Probably and I don't because like you her. talked to her Shakespeare boyfriend. He's my boyfriend now. <laughs> I have a new betrothed. A new I have a new betrothed. Um, yeah, it's fine. It she is was fine. mean to us. Well, and how am I supposed to not spill a champagne on a boat that's like doesn't have any railings? It's it a was legitimate sailboat. So much, it and was you're like, tra- you're forcing me to duck every four seconds because yeah, the freaking sail is going and everywhere. Around, like, and you, you nothing t- to keep you from tumbling into the sea. Yeah, and then you also like bring it up like, um, excuse me, like I'm supposed to know what way the wind is going and how <laughs> the sail has to move. So I was, mean. I was kind of hoping that somebody would get. Hit by knocked the, overboard. What whatever it's called, the pole that the sails on. I don't know. I'm gonna say it's not the mast. 
It no. might have been the boom flank, which isn't a thing. Boom. The sail boom mast. feels right. Boom might have been a the thing. Boom. Flanks is just a boom. part of your leg. I'm trying to picture like a pirate saying like, look out for the... Uh, look out for the boom. No, I don't know. I also said <laughs> on the boat, some people were like, what kind of nautical terms do you know? And I was like, well, I know that part of the boat is called the, the sternum. And no, it's not. <laughs> it's the starboard. It's also, I don't think it's part of the boat. That's a direction. Yeah, it's not even a thing. It was <laughs> that and then like... <laughs> And well, then I was like, oh, wait, I'm sorry, sturgeon. And then that's also not <laughs> that's a thing at all. not right. That's not it. But it's, it's, it's also It is a nautical one. term. Yeah, it is it's a fish. It's a fish that we all know. It's a real fish. And love and discovered this week that has been alive. It's one of the top it's ten oldest the animals. oldest animals in, in the history of the 70 world. 70 million years old. A goose Ooh. is 10 million years old. Just Ugh. want you to know. What was the other really stupid one that we were like, what? I don't know. There was a lot of like, like... Oh, bacteria are old, and we're like, fucking, of course, fuck. internet. I can't remember. Goose was on there. I know that um, a horseshoe crab is on there. Oh, yeah, good old horseshoe, horseshoe crab. We also discovered that horseshoe crab is a delicacy in some places, and you can eat it. Yeah, but it, in some other places, they really advise against eating it, and I don't think it'll poison you. I don't know. I saw one really troubling photo of somebody, ugh. Turn the sound down if you're squeamish. Oh no! Somebody like lifting up a flap in a <gasps> in a horseshoe crab, and it's just filled with roe inside of it. Oh! But like really gross looking. Like ugh, I don't know. Yeah. Don't do I that. I don't think I'd eat it. I don't think I'd eat it. Why bother Ooh. when you've got so many other kinds of crabs? Yeah, there's so many other more delicious crabs than that. Welcome to the crustacean station. <laughs> crustacean Thank you for station. Us. Oh, we should we should really do haunted crabs. Um, probably means if I Google that, that will yeah, yield the wrong, get. the wrong kind of results. It would be funny if, like, <laughs> hear me out. A okay. hermit crab moves into a new shell house mm-hmm. and it's haunted. <gasps> oh. <laughs> ghost book oh, for children. Oh, I love that. It's how to explain ghosts to kids. Oh, that would be really cute. We should write that. Aww. Nobody take this idea, Don't guys. steal it. Okay, you're going to illustrate it. We're yeah. going to do it in, like, a beautiful watercolor. Aww. It's up to you, actually. No, yeah. I and then, it. um, yeah, we'll write down. You guys submit names for the hermit crab. That's the protagonist of this mm-hmm. book that we're going to mm-hmm. write. And anytime someone wants a, a, a lit agent to just get in touch with us so we can make this, yeah, just go, go ahead and send them our info. Out. Um, anyway, this is a ghost podcast. Anyway, yeah, today's all about the ghosts and ghouls. And I'm feeling... With each which with each breath, I'm feeling the night come. Mm-hmm. October is nigh. It is it's the part of the summer where everything's at like peak flushed mm-hmm. goodness, mm-hmm. and like it's you. The only way forward is down. Like you're gonna <laughs> die, in nature, and it's wow. gonna be in the fall, and Yikes. it's gonna be great. But I can feel that we're at the peak, and it's gonna just like. Yeah. I'll start to die, which is great, which it's is all fun. downhill from here. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're still a full month out from, from solstice, but still. Still, I don't care. Um, yeah, I obviously am thrilled that it's going to be fall soon. Um, you know, my dreams of maybe doing a haunted house have, have <laughs> kind of <laughs> dissolved, mostly because I did a little research and... It's really expensive to, yeah. to do one. And also, um, 
all of the haunted houses in the area here, um, they're all staffed up. They don't want my help, especially because I'm not an actor. Wait, should I apply? <laughs> yeah. I think you probably could get it immediately. Do they take, I don't think it's a union job and I don't I think don't I can know, take it. but it's worth asking because it would be really fun. If they did a, a Broadway show of a haunted house and the entire mm-hmm. theater is, is like it's immersive theater. Oh, that would be so fun. I would... I would, it would never, ever close because I would go every night. Did you see the article? I didn't even read it about Cats, the musical. They were, like, recasting it. It's coming back to the Broadway? Let me pull this up. No, it's something that I think you're not going to love. Uh-oh. But it's fine. Um, Hold, please, while I find this. I mean, I'm not, Cats isn't sacred to me. It's just hilarious. Well, I've never seen it, but it is sacred to me. And Tommy's favorite musical. Um, I just, you know, I want to have a a proper first experience. I don't want it to be Mm. a shit show. Okay, so it's a movie version of Cats. Oh. (laughs) Um, Tom Hooper, Oscar-winning director of The King's Speech, will direct it. Wonderful. That's a good, uh, that's like an indicator when it's like, uh, director of a movie that came out 25 years ago. (laughs) Let me, and that's let me like the closest some, reference that we have. Let me let me tell you some potential cast members. Ugh, there's one good one. Eh, there's there's maybe two good ones. All right, Jennifer Hudson, James Corden. Wait, Jennifer Hudson as which cat? It doesn't say. Probably Grizabella. Oh yeah, actually it does say Grizabella. Oh, this is a fun quiz. Okay, fun. who do you think James Corden is going to play? Um. Actually, Magical Mr. Mistopheles. <laughs> Sorry I brought this up. Oh, wait, no, he has to dance a lot, and I don't know if James Corden can do that. It actually says it's unclear which roles will be played by the other people. Oh, <laughs> I will still guess, though. All right, go I on. I think that guess. James Corden would actually be the railway cat, which whose name I forget. It's, it's, it's Scrimbleshanks. It's Scrimbleshanks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next up we've got Taylor Swift. Oh, god damn it. What cat will she be? Maybe she's one of McCavity's, like, like groupie cats. Don't know what that means. Um, all right, last up, we've got Sir Ian McKellen. He's not doing this. It says that he's gonna do it, dude. Okay, well, he has to be old Deuteronomy then. I can't believe that I know this much about Cats, the musical. Really? You can't? <laughs> yeah, I didn't, like, try to know about it. But you, it just happened. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, how you just know all the words to a grocery store song. Right, I think it's, well, that would imply that you've just subconsciously watched Cats so many times. I, I have. <laughs> it's been on a lot. Oh. There's stuff, a lot of, you know, seven years of higher education in the theater world, you learn. Mm-hmm. No other cast members? That's it. That's all we got. All right. I think that uh, Mungo Jerry and Rumble Teaser <laughs> should be played by Amy Poehler and Nick Kroll. That would be fun. I would like, if they're on speaking terms, I hope that they're still friends. I would like Magical Mr. Mistopheles to be played by John Early. Oh, what about... I and once again I've never seen this, but what about the Rum Tum Tugger? <laughs> okay. That's a cat's name, right? It is, and the song is like 
the rum tum tugger is a song like kind of cat. It's the worst song of the show. <laughs> like, here's a kind of cat. Yeah, that you might meet. Yeah, is he's like a I don't even know what they what kind of cat he is. Well, he sounds like a little troublemaker. Yeah, there's that, and then I don't even know. I don't know because I don't know very much about him. But McCavity, the evil cat. He is to be. Oh, God. <laughs> you guys may not have been able to hear this, but Robin's cat just cat meowed just through the door. So loud. I got a letter in. Oh, my side. God. She's like, You guys talking about cats? You talking cats? Oh, God. Hey, baby. Hi. Oh, <laughs> baby. Oh, baby, maybe. Oh, okay. McCavity is like an evil Shh. cat. That comes out at night. He's like a like a danger cat, like a rock and roll danger cat. And he's groupies. There were, well, like two cats and he heat. he doesn't sing any songs. Two like lady cats sing his song. He doesn't even sing. No, Taylor Swift should play that part. Get it? Because she. I got you. Thing. I got what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it has to be. Uh, I don't know. Somebody scary and evil. Mm. Uh, but still likable and cool. Um, ugh, I wish like Scar from The Lion King was a real person. Oh, that but that's just another cat that this is an animated true. cat. That's true. But kind of like Scar, yeah. Maybe like um, no, no, I can't, I can't get into this. We should switch gears. Let's All right, I'll come up with it. I'll come up with it later on in the pod. I'm, yeah, I know it'll just come to me. I wanted to say John Lithgow, but no. No, What no. about John Goodman? He plays a really good bad guy. No, he has to be svelte and young as well. Rude. I'm sorry, because he does a lot of fight choreography and dancing. Okay, what about dancing. Tom Hiddleston, ex of, of Taylor Swift? He would be great. He's, he's young and He live. would actually be a pretty good one. Thank you. Yeah. Well. That'd be a good one. Thank you. I'm joining the casting biz. Great. I would love that. He would be a pretty good, he'd be a pretty good one. I did try watching his movie High Rise. I think that's what it's called. Anyway, I turned it off. It was unwatchable. Really? <laughs> yeah. I, um, have you seen The Night Manager? No, but I've heard a lot of good things I about it. I liked The Night Manager. It's a miniseries, is it? Yeah. Yeah. I, you know that I just finished The Sinner. One? Yes, dude. Everybody, it's good. Go watch the Sinner. Jessica Biel's amazing. Also, um, sorry to hear that your Fudge restaurant closed. To oh, Jessica Biel. You mean oh Fudge? Oh Fudge. Oh, fudge. Oh, fudge. It's still open to teach children French music lessons. So there's Over. still that. She. Uh, I can't. I don't know. Don't get me started. Should we just go right into ghosts? Let's get right into as ghosts. if we haven't started. As if there's <laughs> like 20 minutes of other stuff didn't just happen. Um. I heard you have a fun ghost for me today. I did. But then Say that. <laughs> and then I forgot. No, I still do. I still do, I hope. Mm-hmm. Um, it's sort of a ghost, but this is like, I'm interested to know what you think this even classifies as. Okay. So, I'm going to be talking about the Aswang. Okay. An uh, Aswang? is a shape-shifting evil spirit in Filipino folklore, usually possessing some combination of the traits of a vampire, a ghoul, a warlock slash witch, wow. or different species of werebeasts. Ooh. Yeah, and that seems like a, a lot already, but the, the best is yet to yeah, come. Yeah, what a combo. So this, it, there's like many myths and stories throughout the Philippines about the Aswang. Mm-hmm. But this was like a 
It was a story that already existed that the Spanish like colonists came and kind of used to keep people in line, which is always what happens. Oh, interesting. Like with the pish taco. Yeah. We see people come and like spread disease or ruin things and mm-hmm. then and in the pish tacos case, you know, just take everybody's food and they're starving to death mm-hmm. and like ruin their lives and give them diseases. Steal that fat. And then they steal the fat and then yep. it's then it's a legendary fat fat sucker. Mm-hmm. Um if you guys haven't listened to the Pish Taco episode, <laughs> I believe it's called Legendary Fat Stealer. Yeah, Legendary Fat Stealers. <laughs> you can check it on out. Yeah. Um, it's the most feared mythical creature in the Philippines. Well, it's got it's it's got it all. The it sounds Aswan. like. Yeah, but th- that's not even the scary part. Uh, the myth of the Aswang is well known throughout the Philippines, like I just said. Popular in the Visayas, uh, southern part of Luzon, and Elsewhere, can you spell the name of this thing for me? A S W A N G. Ass Wang. <laughs> <laughs> Just checking because I heard you say Aswang, and I was like, "It's Aswang." Ass Wang. It's Aswang. Okay. I feel like a, a very, very like American way of saying it would be like an Ass Wang. I know that it's not actually that, but it is funny. If, it is really funny that. We have a butthole ghost and an ass wang. An ass wang? Come on. Yeah, it's really good. I'm so tired that I didn't even, I didn't even realize. (laughs) Don't worry. That's why I'm here. Well, it actually has a bunch of other names regionally in the Philippines. Dick face. Um, They're really funny. One is Tick Tick. (laughs) Bayut. Okay. Whack Whack. Come on. Sock Sock. (laughs) And Cling Cling. And you're laughing now. Do they all mean just the same thing? I don't they, get In it. a way, yes. Okay. And I'll explain. Mm-hmm. So, some anthropologists theorize that the Aswang or the Aswang mm-hmm. belief came from the myth-making of the Spaniards to keep the population under control. To frighten the Filipinos and discourage mobility, story of the Aswangs living on the outskirts of the forests were spread in town to keep everyone in groups and maintain control. So there was, like, villages, and it would be like, if you leave your village... The It'll Aswang's going to get you. Yeah. Kind of like the village by M. Night Shyamalan. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Modern investigation shows that the prevalence of this creature um, is also linked to, like, a genetic disorder that mostly is, like, only in Filipino populations. What is it? It's got a long name. You don't have to say X-linked it, but... dystonia, Parkinsonism, so it's like it happens like in your 30s and 40s and you basically just go to early Parkinson's. Oh, that sucks. Or dystonia of Penne's, Lubag syndrome. I don't know what that one does. Hmm. But there's two, and um, I guess it's just like any kind of otherness that they didn't yeah. understand what genetics was like. You must be a, a demon. Right. Mm. Um, several common themes I'm going to talk about. Okay. That are typical region to region. Okay. Typically described as flesh-eating shapeshifters. That you're going to get everywhere. (laughs) Sure. Stories recount them living... Okay, this is the scary part. Okay. They live their lives as regular-looking town people. No. (laughs) Yes. Usually women that are quiet, shy, and elusive. At night... That's me. At night, they transform into creatures such as bats, birds, oh usually God. a crow, wild boar, black cat, black dogs, black pigs. They're just general wear creatures. Black animals, yeah. yes. 
they love to eat unborn fetuses and small children. Wait, 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 wait. I'll explain the first part. Favoring the livers and hearts of the children. No. I mean, those are the Some of them, they have long proboscises, and I had to clarify this. It's actually... Like a beak? It's actually a tongue (gasps) that kind of operates like a sucking device. Oh, no. Or it could be like a a longer um, nose. Yeah, but it's (gasps) like an anteater kind of. Um, which they use to suck the children out of their mother's oh wombs. Oh my fuck. When they are sleeping in their homes. Does it say which entrance they use? I don't know how to tell you this. There's only one entrance to the womb. No, but do they like just pierce through their stomach with like, like do they drill down through their stomach? I, and, like, no. Okay. I don't think so because... I think, like, you know, as horrifying as that would be, and how I actually prefer that way because mm-hmm. the other, the alternative is horrifying yeah. to think about. I think that it's like probably what would happen is nobody, no pregnant woman wakes up in the night with just like a giant hole in your tongue. Yeah. You probably wake up and like you're bleeding and you're like, well. God, that's awful. Yeah. And like a miscarriage is just oh, an aswang so coming terrible. and sucking out the baby. So, some of them are so thin that they can hide themselves behind a bamboo post. Same. I wish. No, I don't. I don't wish. I don't wish. I wish. They are fast and silent. Some also make noises, so (laughs) not so silent. Like a fart. Like like fart after they've eaten a fetus. Oof. So, you remember how I said all those names? The walk, walk, sock, Mm. sock, cling, cling, tick, tick? (laughs) Some... Make noises, and that's where these names are derived from. Okay. So the tick tick is the name that it produces. I mean, I'm sorry, the sound that it makes. Mm-hmm. Like how you can, if you hear like a tick tick, tick tick, it's like, okay, there might be an aswang near me. What? Yeah, and the louder, um, they're louder and farther away. Wait, they're louder the farther away. The aswang is. Oh, what? You in think order? The yes, in order to confuse the victim. Wow. <gasps> oh, fuck that! I hate. I that. hate that. Right? I really hate. It's that. It's like hearing make any sense. a siren, and it gets really, really loud when it's near you, and then like. I don't like it. But when it's going away, that's when it's the closest to you. I hate that. I hate that. It yeah. confuses me so much. It's fucked up, right? It's so bad. Ugh. And then um, another particular regional aswang, an mm-hmm. aggressive kind. Yeah. Okay, um, Robin, it makes a sound of a laying hen at midnight. Um, a hen laying an egg at midnight or just a hen having a lay down at midnight? At midnight. I think this is worded weird. Just like... At midnight, it makes the sound of a laying hen. That's exactly right. Thank you. That's what it sounds like at midnight. What if it's just a hen? Exactly. Oh, God. And what it if could it's probably just a shapeshift hen? into a black hen. It definitely could. It definitely could. In that scenario, it does indeed have a beak, I would like to say. So if they, like, let's say that they eat a child, right? Let's or say. like a, a youngster of some kind. What they do to kind of throw people off the scent... They'll replace their victims or stolen cadavers because they sometimes will just eat, like, 
a freshly buried person, mm-hmm. with doppelgangers made from <gasps> banana tree trunks or other oh. plant materials. Oh, what? This facsimile will return to the victim's home as, like, looking like them, but made out of a banana tree, only to become extremely sick and then die. What? So what? you'd be like, okay, wake up for school, tiny, like, Tim, my, my son. Like, <gasps> and it'd be like, I okay, I'm ready. But then, like a, like, a day or so later, it's like, I don't really feel so good. And then the fake Tim dies. Oh, my fucking God. The plant Tim dies. Okay. Because then, because remember, the Aswang lives in society mm-hmm. as a town person. Mm-hmm. So it can't just be like can't just murder there people. can't just be murders at yeah. all, every everywhere that they turn. Oh God! Does it like ever revert back to a pile of leaves? I don't know. I don't think so. I think that probably like after all burial and stuff happens, maybe then. Um, an aswang will also have bloodshot eyes from staying up all night searching for houses yeah. oh. where wakes are held to steal the bodies. Oh, my God. Also because it only can hunt and shapeshift at night. Wow. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. So how was an aswang created, you might ask? I wish I, I wish I knew. A person can transform into this deadly predator by tying a fertilized chicken egg to his or her stomach. Done. I can do that. After some time. It's not all, dude. After some time, the chick passes from the egg into the stomach. Once this has happened, the remaining eggshell is buried in a bamboo tube, along with coconut oil and chicken dung. The person now has the powers of an aswang. So the chicken inside the egg osmosis is into your your belly. That's the hardest part, I think. It is. That's the part that can't happen. Do you then have to give birth to a chicken, or is it just part of you? It actually lives inside of you. And I'll get into this also. Oh, no. A dying aswang can also pass its powers along to someone else if it wishes, and here's how. Nice. The aswang holds its mouth (gasps) close to to the chosen person, and the chick inside the monster's stomach... (gasps) Hops into the mouth of the new person. Oh my God, dude. That reminds me of that old story about a tapeworm. Yep. To get it out, you lay the there, open your mouth, and leave a saucer of milk next to your mouth so it'll peek out. Yep. Wow. A, the little chick just, it just hops in. in. Yep. And That's why it makes like, a sound of a, of a laying hen at midnight, I think, because oh there's a chick inside. Oh, my fucking God. Yeah. Wow. Then you have the power of the aswang. You got to swallow that chick like a pill. Amazing. Yes. The scariest thing to me, though, is how they how an aswang presents. Mm-hmm. They are they only change their appearance at night, and when the, and when they feel they are hungry. So not even yeah. every night. It has been said that if an aswang married a human, upon their wedding, the mate would also become an aswang. Ooh, good deal. as well. But um, they rarely can reproduce. Mm. You know, it's probably hard to get a chick inside you. They go after children. Probably just because they taste good. Mm, yeah. Okay. The couple may hunt together at night. Cute. But will most often go in separate directions, either to avoid quick detection mm-hmm. or because they do not like to share their food. Oh. That would be me. I mean, classic couple behavior, yeah. That would be also, like, my way of being like, oh my god, like, my husband can never find out what a pig I am. Like, yeah, I've had, like, like four children tonight. Just, like, gorge on this 
Yeah, and they'll be like, hey, babe, like, how was your, how was your hunt? And I'll be like, I mean, like, you know me, just, like, one baby and so fall. Yeah, it was, like, a tiny, <laughs> tiny, tiny Meanwhile, it's, like, give me all Yeah, it's supposed to be hard. <laughs> Unlike vampires and other similar creatures, mm-hmm. they are not harmed by sunlight. Nice. They are day walkers, which is a term <laughs> that I am scared by. A day walker? Yeah. I, I mean, I know we've said this a million times, but, like, Really, honestly, anything on this earth could be a ghost. Yeah. Any, anything Including at all. Including a normal person walking around. Yeah. A normal person could just be a ghost. A doppelganger is kind of a, a ghost thought form thing. And it's it's made not solid. Leaves. Might as well be made of banana leaves and plant material. And if you get sick and die, how do you know that you're not... Oh, God. I don't even know. You, you know that you're not. You, okay. Yeah. The the being isn't like sentient. Oh, it's, it's just a like, full like just a reproduction. It's a dummy. You. Yeah. Oh, I hate that. Yeah, the it's idea really of awful. It marching back into your house. I hate it too. It's a, it's like made to die. Yeah, mm. <laughs> I just really mm-hmm. don't like it. Um, Aswangs can be be- befriended. They can talk to you like Wonderful. any normal human. They laugh and cry. Well, who get angry thought? and sad. Get hurt and humiliated. Feel shy and envious Aww, and all the I other games, right? These creatures do not harm their friends and neighbors. I love them. And we're said to be exempted from their target victims for food. So if you befriend one, like, it's not going to eat you. Hell yeah. Or it's like, oh my god, like, the Petersons is, just had a kid. Like, let's a, go visit the kid. And it's like, honey. Is this a ghoul that was, like, created just to foster the idea of making friends? I hope so. <laughs> like, yeah, if you're it's like, if you're friends don't with everybody, move then away from your village you. and just befriend everybody yeah. there. Be everyone's friend. That's the only way to be sure. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or for people to be like, okay, we need to get rid of like the one person we hate. So the next person that dies, we need to just blame it on them. <laughs> um, let's see. Let's see. There's a Filipino saying um, that I'm not even going to try to pronounce in this language. But the English translation is, an aswang is better than a thief. I I don't know about that. I think it's because a thief, like, honestly, like, yeah, a thief isn't your friend. It doesn't care about you. And, like, it might kill you trying to get your stuff. But an aswang, you at least have the chance to befriend. But a thief doesn't, by nature, it doesn't, like, murder. You know, it's not, like assumed that a thief will kill anything. I guess, yeah. But remember, like, thievery in, like, the 15 and 1600s was, like, if you got your cattle stolen, you're going to die that winter. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, no, I, yeah. Thievery was pretty bad. I know that you're right. But this, but that being said, this term does, I mean, it's still used today, so I don't really understand it at all. (laughs) Um, so... Because an Aswang is part of the community, mm-hmm. they hunt in faraway places from their home. That's and that's probably only in like real emergencies, like hit the next block. Yeah, for a good fresh baby. Ugh. Um, because they need to escape detection. They are vulnerable during the daytime because um they do not have like a, their their powers are weak. They don't have like super strength, shape shifty magic. Okay. They don't have that in okay. daytime. So the daily um, doesn't harm them, but it does. They're just like us. Aswangs are just yeah. like us. <laughs> um, they only transform at night, 
Because they believe that God is sleeping. Oh, come on, ass wang. <laughs> Just like, come on. The fact you exist is like, part about that. God did, he didn't watch in you guys. How do you explain a beautiful shooting star that? <laughs> yeah, how do you explain the planet? <sighs> oh, that was a real, uh, real cue. Yeah. How do you explain a shooting star? I don't know. If God ever, God doesn't sleep. Mm -hmm. He's always listening to your prayers. So when people know an ass, now I'm saying it the way you want me to, an ass wing's identity, they're hunted down and killed immediately. Oh. How do you kill an ass wing? Do you have to eat it? There's a couple ways. No. No, you don't have to eat it. Okay. Like vampires, they're repelled or killed by using garlic. Oh. Salt and religious artifacts and weapons. Salt? Holy water. Yeah, salt. That's like a, that's it's universal. Like a really basic thing not to be able to have. I mean, any, any like malevolent, uh, demonic bad guy is gonna, it can't have salt. I get, I don't know. I mean, that seems like a whole thing. Yeah, it, it is. complicated to build your, your whole life around not being able to eat salt. Well, they don't eat, they only eat people. They only eat people? They don't, like, eat normal people food during the day? I don't think so. All right. I don't think so. human blood has salt in it. Yeah, and so does, like, our tears and stuff. I don't understand. I think it's, like, elementally different. Okay. Okay, you were saying there. Holy water, crucifix, rosary, prayers, religious verses. They all work. Just yelling, Bible, Bible, Bible. Bible time. They're also killed using a, a whip. Made entirely of a stingray's tail, which <gasps> get one. Mm. Uh, Ooh, I don't want to kill a stingray. That. First yeah. of all, because of that. Second of all, because mm. you know that Steve Irwin died that way. Yeah. Was he an asshole? Oh my god. <gasps> maybe, dude. Maybe no, that's I how can't. You got along with animals I, so well. I can't talk about this. I love Steve Irwin so much. I love him so much. He might have been though. He. I mean, now that I'm putting it together. Now that we know. It makes so much sense. It, it doesn't make no sense. Yeah. An aswang can also... Okay, the other reason that it works is that they're very scared of the sound that a whip makes. Slashing <laughs> through the air. So, hypothetically, if you'd opened up a YouTube video of a whip, or you just went... Whoosh, yeah. And that was like, you put it on at night? Yeah. That would do it. That I would do that it. that being a fine white noise. Yeah, that'd be fun. They also they can't they can't walk on like consecrated ground. So live in a church. It's a church. It's Easy. a mosque. It's a temple. Mm-hmm. That's some uh, uh that's some graveyards. Oh right. So that must suck for them to be like. They I get it. hope it's ah fuck this one's yeah. this one's consecrated. Like, nope, 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 nope. Ah Not shit. Going in. Oh, there's a fresh corpse right over there. Right there. Only see it. Uh, decapitation is always a good way to destroy an aswang as well. Pretty much to destroy anything, yeah. There's some uh, native Filipino amulets and prayers that you can post on your doors and entrance ways to repel them. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a red-black bead bracelet worn by newborn babies that Aww, helps them to stay sweet. safe. Um, it is said that to spot an aswang in the daytime, mm-hmm. there's a couple ways that you can tell. First... Look them straight in their eyes. The person in front of you is an asswong if your reflection in their eyes is upside down. You gotta be so close to them. Yeah, just like, 
But remember, I also can't see my own reflection at all. Remember, your though, you're kind of safe in day because, like, they don't have their powers. I know, but they could like strangle you in that moment. <laughs> yeah, they could be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" But they won't if they're your friend. I hope. Um, another way of knowing is looking in a. I don't know what this means. Oh, bend over and look at the person from between your legs upside down. Okay. If the person, if the person, the person is an ass wong, if the image of the person is different, I don't know <laughs> if they look different. Okay. Which is like, That's hang a good on, way to do it. stand right there, and then you whip around and show them your butt and look yeah, right you at show them through your them own legs. The, uh, butthole ghost that's coming yeah, out of your butt, that's and then the you realize ghost. you're each a ghost. Yeah. Oh, that'd be beautiful. That'd be so fun. That's really great. Um, or it could backfire that the butthole goes like, hey, and then like shows them the butthole. And the ass Wong's like, I've been discovered, and kills the butthole ghost. But that was the friend in the Who dying breath. It's like. Definitely the Aswang because Butthole Ghost doesn't fight people. Yeah. It just right. is a prankster. But it's, ugh, they're friends. Yeah, they are friends. I mean, whatever. Cut from the same cloth in a way. Yeah. But in another way, not at all. I don't know. So, deep duh. If the person, is said the person without a philtrum. Oh, this thing. Cupid's bow. Yeah. If you don't have one, guess what? I'm sorry to tell you that you're an Aswang. <gasps> What? But what if you just have a cleft lip? You are one. Oh, no. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. <laughs> so, Hintura is a kind of oil made by, ooh, alberlarios. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is Sounded used right. to detect if an aswang is near. Okay. The oil will start to boil and bubble <gasps> if an aswang is near. Ooh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Self- so, go boom. around and look Look people straight in the eyes, mm-hmm. and if there's an upside down you, they're an aswang. Well, also go up to them, turn make a around, whip sound, show them your little butt. Mm-hmm. Go, yeah. And if they're, if they're you like make ah! a whip sound, and then look at them through your legs, yeah. Uh, and then from there, I'm not really sure what you do. Wouldn't you just be like, yeah, get out of here? You could behead it in that moment. Mm-hmm. You could kill it on the spot. I don't think anybody should just go around know. killing people, you, but I, I think you should think through it. Yeah, I think what I would do is, especially if it was my friend, I'd be like, <sighs> I would be like, why didn't you tell me you're an ass wong? I, I know, I'd just be like, this is, like, yeah, I need to know, just so things are, are fair in this friendship. Yeah, like, it, it's cool. I, you got your thing, I got stuff too. Yeah, you should have just fine, but opened just up, told me, me you were an ass wong this whole time. Like, every Thursday, you, like, can't hang out at night and you never tell me why. And I now I know it's because you're hungry that night. Right, like you don't have to tell people like the first time you hang you're out. Going but over if you're to friends with the somebody. town over from here, and just like getting dinner, and like, and it's a human, and you just should tell me. You just should tell me, okay? You should just, tell me. Yeah, I just feel like it's more like a respect thing than it is yeah. like a, a disclosure. And thing. like, it's offensive that you thought I wouldn't accept you because of this. Like, would you have eaten me? Like you met my kids. Would you have eaten them? And I can't help but think. You just didn't tell me because you were planning on eating my kids. That really hurts my feelings. I promise I'll tell you if I ever discover I'm a ghost. Same. Oh, God. Yeah, that that's ass wangs. I really like those ass wangs. <laughs> I'm trying guys. so hard not to pronounce it like that. Ass wang. It's probably not aswang or ass wang or ass wang. I don't know. It's. It probably is aswang, but how can you resist saying ass wang? 
uh, I don't know. I wanted to be respectful, but it's too funny. It's too funny, and I'm sure we're not the first people to think that it was funny. <laughs> yeah. Imagine writing that Wikipedia article and being like, huh. Well, I know something's truly wrong with me today because I didn't even realize. Yeah. Yeah, you're just, you're fried. I'm tired. You know? Yeah, I'm tired. Um, oh, yeah, I meant to say also before... Uh, some point in the past five minutes I yelled get out of there and I would like to tell the listeners that the other Ooh, day after <laughs> after a concert at Madison Square Garden hmm. uh, was standing outside and a woman walked past and just fully put her entire hand in the bag that I had in my purse and starts like rummaging around and I yelled like get out of there and she like got mad at me and turned and was like you get out of there I and have nothing to say. As she was walking away, and I was like, "What? Am I the? I'm. Am I? <laughs> I have nothing to say to that because it's one exactly that, like is wrong here. She she figured out what to do. She really did. Yeah. Anyway, that's the whole story. You like, get out of there. Yeah, you get out of there. I was like, oh, yeah, you're not wrong. So funny. Okay, I do have a ghost. Yes. I do. I do. I do. Yes. The rum tom togger is something else, cat. What? I you know I don't know the words to any songs. The rum tom togger. The rum tom togger. Okay. <clears throat> so what I'm about to read to you, and I do mm-hmm. apologize because I know this is lazy of me. It is taken from a 2011 blog post from a blog called Four Girls and a Ghost, which I love. Four Such girls a and a name. ghost? Yep. Wow. And so I'm going to show you a picture of this place before I tell you about it. Ooh. It's like a, this it's looks like, like a the Grand Pepto- Budapest Hotel. Yes. It's like a Pepto pink, like, I also just Wes Anderson. Budapest. And I don't Budapest. get that. Budapest. Um, it is, it, you no, know, it's like a Wes Anderson yeah. pink hotel on the water. It's so pretty. Okay. Once again, I'm reading this from a blog post. Uh, I urge you to Google Four Girls and a Ghost. Um, okay. Get the wording right because other stuff could come yeah, up for Yeah, make that. sure you don't accidentally autofill anything. Mm. When you see the Don Cesar Hotel Ooh. for the first time, whether from land or sea, the first thought that comes to mind is this is a fairy castle. An edifice constructed of fantasy. Mm. The towering pink walls meet alabaster sand and turquoise seas while billowing clouds scuttle across an azure sky. Wow. Just to just to remind you guys, a cloud could be a ghost. That's true. Mm. Already it's scary. Mm-hmm. Also, a beach could be haunted. Yep. Sure could. It is the ultimate tropical getaway. Ultimate. A place where you could spend many happy hours recumbent on the beach. Oh. Sipping pina coladas. Oh. Could it get any better than that? Oh, no. Actually, yes, it could. (gasps) Because not only is this exotic destination perfect for a weekend of pampering, but it also has a mysterious, intriguing side that makes the hotel even more attractive. No. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is in Florida, by the way. Oh, my God. It looks like it's way far away and I could never get there. Yeah, it's, like, pretty close to Tampa. So I mean, I, I do want to go to this place. You I never want to go to Florida. I mean, you can't have Sorry to our Florida listeners, but <clears throat> you know. Yeah, I mean, sorry, sorry guys. You know, you know what the you know. stigma is. Uh, so the Don Caesar has a legend behind it. 
a love story. Mm -hmm. Mm. The mastermind behind this awe-inspiring hotel was Thomas Rowe. It is said that when Rowe was a young man, he toured Europe, eager to see the world. What he encountered on that trip was a love that would last his whole life. Mm. His love for Lucinda, a beautiful young raven-haired opera singer, playing the lead on the London stage in a production of Maritana. Mm. I don't know what that is. Can I say something? I wish you would. And um, I'm sorry to interrupt you. No. But did you ever see in Sesame Street that segment with, like, an orange that had, uh, like, a, a lady's lips? Lucille. Yeah, okay. I just wanted to make sure. It was, it like, Lucy. Lucille. Yeah. Lucy and I'm gonna keep her. Okay, just wanted to check and make sure. That that wasn't a dream I had. That no, didn't exist. Real. Okay. <laughs> I remember it because at the end of it, he's like, and when I do, I'm going to have a ball. And I remember asking my mom, like, is he going to have a ball because it's a ball? She's a ball. Or is like, and I remember my mom being like, huh. No, I don't know. I don't know. There's no <laughs> way to know. That's like, that's a good example of something where I was like, did, did I make that up? Or was it on Sesame Street? That, yeah, as we've said, I know that I've told you, but probably not the listener, that I, for years, was telling a story I was sure happened to me, but it was just the plot of an episode of Doug. Yeah. (laughs) So stupid. And you know that I thought that I invented Mutant League, (laughs) the animated show. There's no proof that you didn't. That's true. Anyway, yeah, let's. Well, I mean, Let's I can, continue. I can't call her Lucille. No, I just, I don't know why. I think, I just, you the, the name the sparked name, a memory. Yeah, just, I, I jumped around in my mind and it came to me. Well, I'm glad you brought it up and we got, we got this Thanks. hashed out. Thanks for letting me do this. Um, okay, for Thomas Rowe, it was love at first sight. Mm. He and Lucinda, also known as Lucille. Also known as Orange. An Orange. Used to meet one another after her performances by a special fountain. Time went by, feelings grew deeper, and an elopement was planned. Why did they have to elope? Or did they just feel like it? I'm not really sure. Probably because of their family. Just thrilling, I I bet. It is fun. And you save so much money. Mm. Um, After her final performance, they would meet again by the fountain and run away together. Wow. Thomas, it says fervidly, but I... I don't know if that's right or if it's supposed to be fervently. I don't don't know either. Whatever. Thomas fervently awaited his love that night, but she never came. (gasps) Her parents had discovered their clandestine arrangement and disapproved of the match for religious reasons. There we go. Oh, I see. Why? Was he not the same religion, maybe? I don't know. Apparently not. Interesting. Um, Maybe she was some kind of orthodox. Yeah. I don't know. It's making a lot of assumptions. <laughs> so uh, her parents whisked their daughter back to their home country of Spain, and Thomas would never see her again. Well, she was probably Catholic then. Yeah. I wonder what he was. Maybe Protestant. Was he, Where is he from? Um, let's see. Florida? It doesn't say. <laughs> it doesn't say. Maybe he was just like a Presbyterian. Like I, don't I don't know. know. Church of England? I don't know. Heartbroken, he settled in the United States. So okay. I don't think he was from here. I don't know. Hopeful still, he would send letters to Lucinda, letters that her parents intercepted and returned to him God unopened. damn it. I know. Finally, he married someone else, though his Ugh. heart wasn't in the relationship. Oh, man. Yeah. 
Eventually, he received a communication from Lucinda's parents. Their daughter had passed away (gasps) from an illness. But on her deathbed, she wrote a message to Thomas. Time is infinite. I wait for you by our fountain to (gasps) share our timeless love. Our destiny is time. Oh. (laughs) That's so beautiful. Our destiny is time. So beautiful. She, wow. I know. She should have been a poet. Wow. In his own 40s, or in his 40s, his own health suffering, Mm -hmm. Thomas Rowe traveled then, or traveled to the then remote St. Petersburg Beach and built a tribute to his love complete with a replica of their special fountain and named the building the Don Caesar after the hero from the opera Maritana. Throughout the years, Thomas invested not only his money, but all his love in making the hotel the grandest in the region. Wow. The Don Caesar had a reputation for perfection. Ooh. In 1940, Mr. Rowe passed away, but he never left his beloved hotel. His apparition has been spotted overseeing the daily operations in the hotel, smiling at incoming guests Aww. and then disappearing, and walking along the beachfront dressed in a white suit. Aww. And here's the best part. Joyfully, his apparition is often sighted in the company of a beautiful raven-haired woman, their hands lovingly clasped together. Oh, I was hoping Lucinda was yeah. there, too. So, and then sometimes his apparition is seen just holding an orange, just yeah, gingerly holding just an orange. holding an orange, but never eating it. Yeah, and the orange has ruby red lips. Mm-hmm. It, mm. And it looks like a claymation, something's mm, yeah. happening. So after his death, the hotel suffered a setback. Though Roe had intended to leave the hotel to his employees, the hotel staff, he hadn't signed his new will in time, God and the hotel it. instead fell into the hands of his estranged wife. No! He never divorced. She obviously didn't really feel like keeping all the, like, fun that he was having with it going, and she eventually lost the property. I don't really know. It doesn't really Idiot. say any more about that. During the you Second can't blame World her. War, she had to have a loveless marriage for yeah, so long. Yeah, yeah. Uh, live in a tribute to her husband's love yeah. for someone else. Mm-hmm. During the Second World War, the U.S. government owned the building and converted it into a hospital in which injured troops could recuperate. Which, as we know, is a very popular method of wartime government. It's got to have more Mm -hmm. ghosts in it now, then. Oh, for sure. Yeah. At the time, many windows were bricked up, the marble floors were laminated over. What? And the special fountain was ripped up. No! You don't laminate marble. I don't know. I guess in wartime. Uh, An interesting side note, when the hotel was being renovated many years later, a letter was found under the spot where the fountain had once stood. The letter was from a contractor who was given the task of demolishing the lovely water feature. Aww. His note described the fixture in detail, reflected his regret that it was being destroyed, and denied any part in the process that resulted in the decision to remove it. He stated his hope that if his letter was ever discovered, that it could be printed in the local paper, and it was. Aww. So, yeah, during the time that it served as a convalescent home for uh, war-battered veterans, many deaths took place. Oof. These tragedies re- resulted in quite a few paranormal stories. Um, and the author says, some of which were related to me and my sister-in-law when we visited in the late 90s. Ooh. What a fun time to go to Florida. Oh, man. Um, our waiter graciously spent time with us recounting tales that were as current as the week previous. He relayed to us that the morgue of the Veterans Hospital had been located in the area that had formerly been one of the kitchens. No. Yeah. After renovations, it was once again converted to a kitchen that's currently in use today. Mm, 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 mm. Mm-hmm. No. 
At least one of the chefs has opened the walk-in freezer to encounter the seemingly solid apparition of a nurse standing just inside the door. Hell no. Yeah. Because she's like, where are the bodies? There's so much corn in here. (laughs) Another worker had been passing the walk-in freezer when he heard someone banging on the door from the inside. No. He thought it was one of his coworkers, but he saw the man who he thought it was just outside of that area in the kitchen. Oh, no. When he summoned the courage to open the door to the freezer, it was empty. Wow. Our waiter also told us of an intriguing yet irritating phenomena that had just happened the week before our visit. In the dining room, during a very busy hour, the lights in the dining room started to go on and off, then on in rapid succession. The lighting in the room is controlled by separate fixtures located in different areas of the room. From where the waiter and other perplexed staff were standing, they could see several sets of light switches across the room from one another with no one near them. Yet the lights continued to turn on and off one after another as if someone was playing with the controls. Oof. I mean, sure, not the scariest thing in the world, but still it was Still, scary. yeah. Um, yeah, it may be that some of the servicemen who came here to recuperate simply never left. After the restoration that the hotel underwent to regain its original beauty and elegance, who could blame them for who wanting to stay? Who could? Who among us? Who among us wouldn't stay? Who among us? Who among us? Anyhow, that's the story that's of cool. the... I already forgot it. Don. Don Carlos. Right? I don't think it's Don Carlos. Don Caesar. Yeah. Hotel. Hey, wonderful indeed. And wonderful, honestly, wonderful. it is so cute. Like, I, I would love go it. there. It's I would a go beautiful too. little pink hotel. I wish I could still stay there. We can. Oh, wait. Yeah, we can. Yeah. Let's go. We can go. Oh, I don't want to go to Florida, but I'll go. I'll go. I'll go for this. Come on. I'll go for this. Yeah. We'll do a tour. We'll, we'll do go a for tour. This. Um, I forgot we'll to tell you. No, I did tell you. What? I forgot that I wanted to mention okay. about the really scary thing that totally spooked <gasps> me in my right. apartment. Oh, you got something. This week. Mm-hmm. So I live in an old building. It's over 100 years old. And nothing's like, nothing's been updated. The locks in the door were like, they may as well be original. They're old. And it's yeah. just a regular old key. There's nothing fancy going on. Uh-huh. But don't break into my house, please. I went and I put my key in the lock and I turned it the way it should go. But nothing happened. It actually felt like the door was already unlocked. And I was really concerned. I was like, what? Why is the door already unlocked? Uh-huh. So I started turning it the other way and I still couldn't open the door. And I'm holding the key and it's got like a, a big... I was going to say head, but that's not the part. That's not what a, a key is. Handle. Big handle. And I was holding it. And then I started the key. I don't want to say it started moving on its own because it's, it felt like there was somebody on the other side of the door um, turning the latch, but then turning it back and forth a lot. And the key was going, like, around and around and around. And I thought that my roommate was home, and she was trying to unlock and, and like, figure out what how to open the door for me. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't really that scared. But then, finally, it unlocked, and the door swung in on its own, and nobody was home. I hate that, dude. The key just did it on its own, and the door opened. I hate that. I hate that so much. Yeah. And, like... You know, I mean, it could just be that, like, you're a haunted person and a ghost will follow you forever. If anything, maybe it was helping me. I don't know. It does seem like maybe it was trying to help you get in. But, I mean, 
I don't think, I think you would know if there was something, like, bad going on. Yeah, I don't ever get a bad feeling in my apartment. Never. I think you're fine. No, never. It was just a very, very strange thing. Mm -hmm. And you know I'm always on the lookout for a haunting. Oh, sure. And you were awful scared when that happened. I was like, no, this is, like, someone's home. Like, this doesn't, and then I was like, wait, what? I can't that. Yeah. Also, the other day, when I was in Connecticut, one of the lights in my living room started flickering in a really, really weird way. And then I went, I was really weirded out by it. And I was like, I'm going to take some video of this just for fun. And I went to get my camera mm-hmm. and I turned it on and put it up. And as soon as I did that, it stopped. <gasps> and I was like, mom, has that light been flickering? She's like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh my God. And it God. hasn't done it and it has sense and it it won't. That, that house, dude. Yeah. Oof. I got to stay alone in it this week. To watch the dogs, and I'm kind of nervous. Well, you can FaceTime me. Yeah, I don't like being in the house I grew up in by myself. <laughs> at all. Just don't sleep there. Just go to a hotel. No, the dogs. I'm kidding. The pups. Um, no, I mean, like, go there during the day and then sleep somewhere else at sleep time. I can't justify that. Well, you could sleep at my parents' house. I don't care. Okay, cool. It's, it's very close. What's your tip? Ooh, my tip would be... Befriend everyone you know <laughs> so that they're not allowed to kill you. Yeah. Yeah. That's that a good tip. Even if they're not an ass wing. Even if they're not an ass wing, that'll work. <laughs> that's actually a really good tip. Yeah. Yeah. I think it it's excuse me. It's a practical life tip. Cool. Um, what's your tip? Uh never give up on true love. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Um, my tip is Don't Time is our destiny. Or whatever she said. I would say don't marry somebody who's very clearly obsessed with their dead ex Yeah, you can do better than that. Or just be like, you got to work through this before mm-hmm. this goes any further. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, also, don't be a... Time's our destiny. Time's a flat circle. Don't, uh, if you hear, like, a tick tick <gasps> loud, yeah, that actually means it's far away. But if it's a tiny tick tick... Get out Get of there. Get the fuck out of there. Which is Get so unfortunate because I have two ticking clocks in my room. I think it's more of a distinct, like, like tick, tick. Yeah. Oh, I hate that. Yeah, like. Don't you dare, dude. I know. I just scared myself right then. Come as on. Well. I know, I know. I'm Everyone, sorry. if you haven't seen Hereditary yet, go see it. You're, you're late and you have to. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, my God. Um. Ooh. Yeah. Happy birthday, Robin. Thank you so much. And it's almost your birthday as well. I can't wait. I know that, like, technically this is coming out on the day that is your birthday. So later today, I'm going to give you your prezzies. Oh, no. And they're really fun. <gasps> I'm looking at your prezzies from last year. Yeah, there they Dazzling are. Thousand rocks. Here they go. I use them every day. I still you don't have to clack them these. together a little bit. Yeah, there you go. There's that Ooh. sweet, sweet ASMR. Oh. There you go. If you Ooh, hit yourself in the face with them, it's, you get double points. That's how you know there's a ghost right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, there they go. Good whirling. chance I'm going to... Really whirling and gonna twirling. Put my eyes out with these. Yeah, be careful. Anyway, Ooh. it's going to be great. Um, we can't wait for a birthday. So, also, since last week, uh, if you didn't notice, we've uh, updated our look a little bit. I oh, think we already we announced talk this, about but it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you Let's know, talk about it again. Go give us a follow on Instagram Please. at That's the Spirit Podcast, on Twitter at Spirit Pod. Yeah. We've uh, got some fun stuff coming up for yeah. you. Yeah. You can go to That's the Spirit Podcast.com. You sure can. And uh, yeah, we would love to hear from you. 
Yeah, email us at the Gmail. Mm-hmm. That's the spirit podcast at gmail.com. Thanks, Ooh. guys. This Thanks podcast was brought to you by the boat cruise last night. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to Robin. Yay. We love you and we'll see you in hell. We love you. We will see you there. Bye. Bye.